You are now tuned to the other side of BOK Sports 9 Welcome back, Sloss, BOK Sports 980. Uh, we in the building. Uh, the regulars, Aaron, Jeff, we got Shaq Daddy off of vacation back with us. Uh, it's a whole bunch of stuff we got to talk about. So we not even going to waste no time with the prelims like like we usually do talking about all this other stuff because, you know, Bama's is salivating right now to get to the get to the get down. That's right. You already know. Um, but before we get into the, the uh, heart of like football and all that stuff, did y'all did y'all watch the uh, the Hall of Fame speeches that from this past weekend? I think it was on Saturday night. But Allen Iverson was inducted. Shaquille O'Neal was inducted. And uh, did y'all get a chance to watch any of the, uh, the speeches? I did not. Yeah, I, di- I didn't either. Only a short clip, but in its entirety, nah. What? Yeah, Come on, Jack. Like that's you, it. you supposed to watch the jump because basketball your sport, though. <laughs> I mean, I feel you. It, trust me, it it was queued up to do, but sometimes I, I I don't even get to it, you know. So that's kind of what happened this go round because I definitely wanted to hear like everybody was talking about how AI shouted out, you know, all these different people from Biggie to Jada Kiss and so on and so forth. So I definitely wanted to hear it, but I just just didn't get a chance. Oh, the the the, the Hall of Fame speech that Allen Iverson gave you know, was so heartfelt. Joan just made him like, I mean, of course, growing up, we we saw, I like, I got a chance to meet Allen Iverson two times. And I mean, first time I met him, he was at Georgetown. And I just remember like, you know, even as a basketball player at that time, and I was young, you know what I'm saying? Just kind of looking at how vicious he was. Like he was just so good to be six feet tall and just be going baseline, yeah. dunking on Bama's at Georgetown, like giving people the crossover and yeah. just banking them and going, you know, he was doing amazing stuff. And I was just like, young, this Bama might be the best ever. Like, you know what I'm That's saying? Right. You already I mean, know. Of course, Jordan was the best ever at that time. And I, of course he still is, but it was just so like to see someone that close up, just have those abilities and be that small and just can take over a game and just, it was just unbelievable. So, you know, it was a good speech though. He just talked about like how he never anticipated seeing himself being in the Hall of Fame. And he just, I mean, when he first got up there, he was kind of emotional and he just was like, he thanked John Thompson for like saving his life. And when he said to Joan, like you could just tell, like John Thompson's a hard man. Like you could just look at him and just see like, he just has that like fatherly aura about him. And he just was like, you know, like I got you, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever, but it was just, it was good, man. It was good. And then of course Shaq, Shaq gonna be Shaq. You know what I'm saying? The Batman's hilarious. He was saying a whole bunch of funny stuff. You know, he was on joke time, like most of his speech, but um, you know, he told his one story about Allen Iverson cause he, uh, you could tell the difference between Allen Iverson's speech and Shaq, Shaq's speech was Allen, you could tell he was just kind of coming up. He was kind of freestyling his jump, um, like how he was giving his speech. But Shaq was, you you could tell he was using like the teleprompter, you know what I'm saying? Like the, to go through a speech, but then he would just ad lib some parts, whatever. But at the end of it, he was talking about, he was like, you know, also want to congratulate the other, um, you know, people going to the Hall of Fame. And then he was like, 
yeah, Allen Iverson, he was about to close. So he was like, yeah, just one quick story about Allen Iverson. He was like, he's like, you know, when we used to play, he said, whenever you have a guard that was good, you know, when they come through the lane, you know, we, you know, we got to touch them That's up. That's right. You already know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Basically, we go, we go and foul them hard one time and then they know not to come back in the lane. He said, so he told one of the guards, he, he, he was like, yeah, just let him through. Just let AI through. I'm going to touch him up. So he said, AI came to the lane and then he like, he touched him up good. And he was like, oh yeah, he's not going to come back. And he said, the next five trips, he just came straight down back to down the lane and just kept going at him or whatever. And he was like, he realized that if he keep touching him up, then he gonna be over on the sideline sitting with Phil Jackson. <laughs> so he he had to make two choices. Like, if I keep touching him up and be on the sideline sitting down and watch him take over, or I gotta let him go, you know what I'm saying? And just hope that he missed. And he's like, you know what I'm saying? And that's what made him so great because he, he couldn't he couldn't touch him up or whatever. So at Joe, it was it was it was a really good speech, man. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, I'm glad Allen Iverson got into the Hall of Fame, considering the league. They they did him crud. You know what I'm saying? Whole conspiracy with the with the refs, how they did him. But uh, yeah, it, it, it was it was it was good to see see him make it in. I mean, of course, we knew Shaq was going to get in there first ballot. Um, D Young, man, did you see the Hall of Fame, Joe? Nah, I didn't see it. No, y'all need to go back. Come on, past eight o'clock. If it came on past eight, I ain't see it. So you ain't seen that slaughter that happened last night either. Nah. Liar! Because the thing is, I wake up at 4.30 in the morning every, you know what I'm saying? Waking up at 4.30, yeah, bedtime is Can't like do it. 8. Get my body already <laughs> shutting down. 9 o'clock, my eyes is closed. 9.30, I'm in first rim, so it's just like... <laughs> no, it's good to have you back, though. It's good to have you back, though. Um, but for, go watch the jump, please. Cause it, it's really good. It, it's definitely entertainment. I think the Shaq jumps like thirty minutes, and the AI jumps like twenty minutes or so. But it definitely, you're gonna be entertained um, from both of them, young. The, the AI jump almost had had me almost shed a tear, dog. Like I was eyes was welling up, dog. You know what I'm saying? You thought I was cutting onions. But um, <laughs> aside from that, moving on, the Kaepernick debate, young, it just keeps rolling. It just keeps going. And people are losing sight of the real issues in which Kaepernick is really trying to bring to the table. And they keep really focusing on the non thing. And, it, and it's, it's really starting to like irritate me or whatever. But you have all these people that have all these comments and things they need to say. Uh, Kirk, Kurt Herbstreet, the dude from, uh, what does he do, college football? Yeah. Um, yeah, college game day. Came out with some comments. He's an idiot. Don't listen to, he's an idiot. Basically talking about how, you know, every time he, he sees the flag, like he he has pride in it and whatever, whatever. Then you have, uh, what's it about, Trent Dilfer say something about Colin Kaepernick, like he shouldn't be talking about, uh, he shouldn't be talking as a, as a backup quarterback and all this stuff like that. What? And, and it's just really getting out of hand because people have all this stuff to say and Really, they're not listening. This is the this is we back at square one where where people aren't really hearing or paying attention to the real issue that's at hand. Um, and that's police brutality, that's inequality in in in, in our, our country, um, injustices that are all over America in the, in the judicial system, all all over. I mean, recently the Bama Dan- Daniel Pan. Uh, 
Pantaleo, Pantaleo, the dude who choked out Eric Garner in New York, who killed Eric Garner. This Bama was reserved to death duty, and yet he's still getting pay raises and pay increases. Nah, this is what I'm talking about. Like it, it's just a disparity in how you know these 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 things are handled. These crimes are are committed, and now this Bama getting pay raises, made 120 G's. What? Working at a at a desk for the police, he didn't get fired. None of that. Bro, what are you talking about, man? I mean, people saying they don't see the dis- see the disparities. You're just lying to yourself if that if that's the case. You know? Bro, I'm out, man. That nigga's true. I didn't know police officers, like regular officers, making 120. They always complaining about we need to pay police officers and teachers more. They not even in the same tax bracket. Yeah, cut mm-hmm. that out. Can't do it. Well, that's well, you know, it, it, that wasn't the base. That was like with all the overtime and stuff. You know, police I don't care officers. what it's with. A hundred twenty. Yeah, nah, but but yeah. but yeah. I mean, they police officers always have this thing where they could get overtime, and and I and I know you know police officers, uh, you know, from back in the day, like they also do like a lot of. Uh, you know, like security joins banks and pick up a lot of extra money based on the based on the fact that they're a police officer. They can get um, like even when you think of that sad situation. I don't know if y'all remember where that officer was killed in Forestville outside, like the Applebee's after the argument. Like that was an officer doing just you know. Um, oh yeah, yeah, that duty. was a throw. That's a throwback story. Yeah. But I remember it though. But he was yeah, off duty. So- yeah, yeah, but he was working. He, I think he was working there though. Like, uh, he wasn't like on police duty, but he was like, you know, just being like working as a security guard, so to speak, at at that at that Applebee's or whatever. I, th- I think it was Applebee's, but, um, but yeah. So they do stuff like that, you know what I mean, for overtime and different things like that. That a lot of times get their salaries way up high. I think the base that he was making was about like seventy six, if I if I read if I remember correctly. Yeah. Which you know you isn't said, it said, still isn't cheap. But. Oh, oh, he was making around seventy six. Yeah, yeah. I think the the base salary was seventy six, but like with overtime and all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, it got him up to one twenty. But like you said, uh, Aaron, I mean, they've been bumping him up. Like actually, for the last couple of years, he's gotten you know pay raises, and they won't. Uh, I think uh, his daughter she wants to see like his discipline record, but they won't show his discipline record. But the fact that he keeps getting raises would speak to like him not having a discipline record because right. typically that's the only way you're going to get raises is if your if your stuff is clean. So, I mean, that's what we're kind of dealing with 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 that whole situation. Yeah, nah. It, I mean, hundred twenty though. Any way you cut it, this Batman don't need to be getting pay raises. I mean, this is not. It's it's a subtle way of like, it's a subtle way of. Um, endorsing his behavior. You know what I'm saying? This Batman choked out a man who couldn't breathe, who's selling cigarettes outside of a convenience store, choked him out, put him in a full Nelson till he went to sleep eternally. And like, now he get, he's, he getting pay raises? Like, come on, man. It's There's never any penalty for anything they do. Yeah, it's not. that's not a good look. That's it's not, not a good, good look at all. And, and, and the fact that this, you know, I... I just don't know how the man is, is still employed. I'm not saying he shouldn't be allowed to uh, make a make a living, but I'm saying, why is the Batman not in jail? Right. <laughs> why is he not in jail? He shouldn't be allowed to be a police officer in, in any capacity, not right. even seeing paperwork. And on top of that, 
This Batman is not like no upstanding officer. He has many, several incidents that involve like issues with him in the police department. So if you look it up, you'll look up his, his past. Like he ain't, he ain't no clean. Like, you know, this, you know how sometimes somebody may make a mistake and it may be just their first defense or whatever, whatever. But this dude, this dude is, he has a history of, you know, funny business within, within the department. So I just don't know how with that. It ain't like he's been doing stellar work. Um, where he deserves to get a raise, I just, I just I, I'm just baffled by that. Yeah, I, I, I really mean, am. The thing, the thing about it is, it gets frustrating. Um, like to go back on your original point is what happens is the narrative has always changed, and what that does is it's almost like you know they want you to get fatigued of sticking on the actual subject at hand and get frustrated because they constantly change the narrative to you get to a point where you're just like forget it which is what a lot of people do. And so that's that's the thing that, you know, that we can't do. Like, we have to continue to drive home this issue regardless of whether they want to see it or not. Um, like, all the people that act like they don't see it. So, like, that's the thing. We have to stay on subject and, you know, constantly drive that home. And regardless of the frustration... Uh, keep that message alive and because like you said they're just going to spin the narrative and you know say uh take take away from the whole purpose of everything that Kaepernick explained like how many times can one person explain what they uh what they're doing and their meaning behind and that they're not disrespecting uh you know veterans but yet it's like what he's saying doesn't make a difference like everybody just wants to you know kind of forget about that so that's kind of the narrative uh, of what always happens with like white America those who want to act like a problem doesn't exist and that way it helps them continue to live their life and not have to address issues that have taken place in history and but it's, it's just it is frustrating and we all know it so that's kind of what yeah we're doing. I, I'm just wait I, I, I mean the focus is on dudes holding their fist up the focus is on people kneeling people don't like no no man that's that, I mean even with that if nobody wants to if they don't want to stand up or honor this 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 song or you know or the national anthem then they shouldn't have to I mean we've already we've already discussed this but it wasn't written for us but I don't know how people can't understand that like I don't know what, but do where, where they don't understand do you believe that nah you don't believe that nah nah Right. We established that at this point, it's not the fact that they don't understand. They're just trying to think of ways to shut you up. That's all it is. Yeah. They get like it. I, yeah, that's what it is. Like, they want to, like, drive home these different narratives, like I said, to basically get you to become fatigued on yeah. what the actual topic is, and that's the police brutality and the injustices in America. But like but like you said, they want to keep talking about, oh, this person didn't nail, nail, or oh, they chose to hold their fist up, or all these different things. Like, that's not what we're talking about. That's not what the issue was. So it's like they want that, you know, you to get fatigued of the whole, of them spinning all these different narratives to you don't speak anymore. And so that's always typically what happens because, you know, it's one of those things where like we everyone that's involved or, you know, speaking uh, on um, these topics, they have to stay united. And that's just um, what has to happen, regardless of how you feel and how frustrated you get. Yeah. Well, the next level of frustration is when I hear 
somebody of color say something so ignorant that it just like baffles the mind. Now, I'm not, I don't even advocate for Lil Wayne, but this Bama comes on the show Undisputed with Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless and has the audacity to say that he's never experienced racism in his life. Man, sit your dumb ass down. I wonder, like, swing my fist through the through the TV, dog, and steal this Bama for talking so ignorant. Like, like if I ever see this Bama young, he better put his guards up immediately because I'm going to cock back from the heavens and try to finish the Bama, dog. Because it just, it just, it's so disheartening to me that people who are of color say the most ignorant stuff. Like, I, but that's part of the. Goal, I'm convinced, bro. dog. It's part of the game, dog. It's part it's of like, the dirty game. The ones that make it out, it's like part of their deal, or the, it's like part of signing your soul over to make it out is to make sure, you know what I mean. You like basically carry the company, uh, tow the company line. It's, it's like it's ridiculous. I saw Shaq do it. It's like so many players that I looked up to, Jerry what? Rice, over the, thing- the past week, that just say things that is so ignorant and so against, you know what I mean, their own interests. That it's just like, I don't get it. Cannot win with them. Cannot coach with them. Can't do it. But the thing about it is, like in the case of Little Wayne, he he doesn't even he's not even toting any company line. Like he is his own entity essentially. You know what but, I mean? But, even if he's under cash money, like it's not like it's, he, anything that he says is going. When to I say pass. the company line, I mean the supremacist way of doing things. So when you say you haven't experienced racism, if you are from the third ward in Magnolia or third ward in New Orleans, like you say you are, and you went to public school in Louisiana, in that area, then you've experienced racism. He's an idiot. Don't listen to this. He's an idiot. All right, that's what we got to say about that. Because I'm right. sure the public school system is that's not a fact on the outside of that area, the third ward in New I mean, Orleans. So you can't say some stupid stuff like that. Don't. That's so, yeah, so the, pro- the, the thing about it is, and I and I and I don't disagree with you or, or you know or what have you, but um like the problem is like little Wayne is I think no one's ever gonna look to him for uh I guess intellectual stimulation that's not true, as far though. as the huh? like, that's not true. Like no I mean I mean in terms of I know the younger kids might but anybody of any, you know, uh, type of background to in terms of and they've been around for a while, like in a certain age range, that's I guess that's to clarify. Yeah. What I'm no, I'm just saying that that's the issue that these young kids who are still on the fence about certain stuff and don't have necessarily opinions already formulated and that are taken in this kind of stuff. Garbage, actually. It's like you don't I want mean- that. I like I I hear what you you're saying, but I mean even if I think about the young, the young uh, uh, the young voter or the young citizen or what have you, like when when has Little Wayne ever said anything uh, like in recent years in his younger no, years? Like no, but this, ever... this, let me let me say the problem I have with it. I'm not, I'm not saying that Little Wayne is an authority on on black culture or whatever whatever. I'm not saying that, but what he is doing by going up and having a platform, because I mean, truly, a lot of these black artists, whatever, who are rap artists, they have a large white fan base, a large white listening fan base. Yeah. When he goes up and he says something ignorant like that, he's he's perpetuating the ideologies that a lot of white 
middle-aged young white people who listen to Lil Wayne, they take in that that information, that message, and they assert it as to be true. Yeah. That there, he. I mean, he didn't just say he didn't experience racism. He said, "I never experienced racism, and you know, I've been blessed, and you know, and I don't think racism exists." Like to say that is so ignorant because there's a lot of white people who believe that and think that that's true and so when he says that he gives credence to that ideology that's false yeah and and that when you the thing is in order for us to have change in in america or the things to be moved into the right direction you need a consensus about there being an issue and there are problems that's why it's so visceral from both sides because you know there's, there's people like no i don't feel that way and then you have you have people of color who are saying ignorant stuff like Lil Wayne is, whether you think people listen to him or not. Like, I don't think I'm not listening to Lil Wayne and I know his, his word means trash, but I can decipher that because, you know, I have enough intellect, even from a cultural standpoint, to be able to decipher trash from good. But a white person who hasn't blown, grown up in black culture, who doesn't have that filter, but is listening to somebody who is a represent representative of black culture, especially urban black culture saying that he's never experienced racism. I mean, the racism that happens to black people primarily happens to the demographic of people who come from lower income housing and the, and the people that Lil Wayne rap about or rap too. So for him being like a, a catalyst from that demographic of people, you know what I'm saying? The low, poor, black income and then to get to this status and say that he's never faced racism like boy if you don't get I mean, come on man that, that, is a black about, that burns me like, up that burns it, me up the thing about it is obviously it's ridiculous the problem with it is is nothing is going to be affected by him saying that like black people are going to still support him and you know obviously the white people are going to still support him so like there's nothing lost by him saying it which is the frustrating thing because you would think that anytime any of these people uh you know that are in a position of authority or or that have uh, uh, millions or hundreds of thousands of uh ears that listen to them like you would think that if they said something to offend black people when they were black that you know that that would affect their black audience but typically that really doesn't and so that always gives them power yeah. or to say to not think before they say some of the things that they say because for him to say that is is utterly ridiculous so i mean I, there, I is, there is no accountability been, there is no accountability our, our, our people do not hold each other accountable um you know when it comes to the right issues when it comes to the wrong issues, Bama's got all a whole yeah. bunch of stuff to say. But when it, but, but when it comes to when it, when it comes to this, they will not they will not hold him accountable. There's no any black artist who's you know that I know yeah. should be saying something against this. This is not it's not um, you know I, to me I think a little deeper because I think it's all part of the game. Like Shannon Sharp been on the show Fox One. I don't know if y'all watched the jump. But the undisputed, and he been talking, saying some real stuff on it every day, like going hamburger no cheese. And now all of a sudden, you bring this coon on there, and then just make those comments. And I saw, I saw, I mean, Shannon Sharp looked kind of out of place. He was like, well, you know, maybe you still see, because, because any, any contradicted yeah, himself. He said, I don't see. I, he said, he said, what him call it? Uh, Lil Wayne said, "I don't see stuff that's going on. Like I don't, I don't pay attention to none of that." And then Shannon Sharp was like, "But you see, 
like Colin Kaepernick and you see like you saw you heard about the story of Philandro Castile or these people he was like oh yeah 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 I, I seen that I seen it man which is it dog if you ain't saying nothing then okay but if you saying something then what do you mean like he doesn't care. That's a, what he made. He doesn't. He doesn't that's care. It doesn't affect him. Those it's issues not, don't directly affect which, him. Which is obviously but, what's happened for but, years with 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 white America. Like they don't care because it doesn't affect them. So it, that's essentially but, the stance but, that but little way. That makes me so mad. Is he's so damn dumb? He doesn't even know when he's been like when racism is affecting him. Like the fact that he has a file with the rap police and that they target his bus when he travels. The fact that he spent a year in jail because of that. He's too damn dumb to know the reason they followed you because you're black. Right. They're not targeting yeah, yeah. rocking roller buses to find the cocaine on those buses or the weed on the <laughs> those buses. He's so, I just can't stand a dumbass. Like, it bothers me so much when people speak on stuff and they're not informed about it. Like, if somebody asks right. me a question and I don't have the information to speak on it, I'll be like, I don't know. I might say this is my opinion, but I don't have any facts on it. I just will say no yeah. comment. These dumbasses right. will get up here and just start talking like they're the, you know what I mean, like they're the forefront on information or like they want to have this like say, oh, there's no such thing as racism in 2016 based on your experience. It's just, to me, it's retarded. And I, I just don't understand. Yeah. Nah, you're right. That's that's stupid because that's exactly what happened with, uh, with ASAP Rocky. Like, you know, like that, his stuff was in print and it got, you know, uh, mis, mis, uh, quoted so to speak i mean because basically he he said like he didn't know what was going on he couldn't comment because he hadn't been living over here like he had been living that's when he had been living in london for a lot of whatever the last year plus right. or whatever so he that's that, that was basically his stance like I, I haven't been over here like so i kind of don't know the the scoop on what's going on so like you said you're better off uh taking that approach than to say something ridiculous where millions and millions of people are going to hear you. and But like you said, if someone doesn't care, then I guess, like, what difference does it make? Because, like, it's one of those things where when there are two people, like, arguing and one of the persons doesn't really care, and, like, the other one is, you know, one person's getting all worked up and the other one's not really tripping. So, like, that, that's kind of what you have in these situations. And that's kind of how, like, Wayne, little Wayne, I promise you, he's not tripping because his money's still coming and it's not being affected. And so that's oh. that's the problem you run into. Dog, and, it, and that's, I mean, that's a problem as a whole, dog, that that we are so, you know, as a people, a lot of, lot of, not everybody, but people like little Wayne are so short-sighted to know that their actions do affect others and do have uh, a negative impact on people as a whole as a group you know what i'm saying even though they it may not directly impact them but you know it's like oh well this is about me and mine you know what i'm saying and he says talks about his kids in the jump but do you know you ignorant dumb idiot that you you making these comments uh indirectly affect your children and and in the kind of world they live in and they grow up in you know what i'm saying it's just it's so disheartening but um from that disheartening issue to the next disheartening issue. Thank you guys who tune in to the BLK Sports 980 podcast representing the DMV. Right quick, just want to encourage you to please subscribe to our channel on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. Make sure you also follow us at BLK Sports 980 on IG, Twitter, and Facebook. You can even email us your thoughts, show topics, and more 
at BLKSports980 at gmail.com. Last but not least, let's spread this word. Now back to our show. The Redskins played last night versus the, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And the Pittsburgh Steelers um, yeah. went to the Polo Factory outlet and uh-huh. got their massage right. you already know. 15 and stomped the mud hole and Kirk Cousins in the, in the, in the, in the Washington Redskins. Uh, I saw personally Antonio Brown take out um, some butter, some sage, and some salt and pepper and sprinkle it on Rashad yeah. Breeling a few times. Now, there's a lot of uproar about um, why they left Bashar Breeland on 450 Bake in the oven for so long until um, oh he got burned God. to a crisp. But <laughs> what do you got to say about Aaron? Because I, I think your I want, theory about the yeah. whole situation. Huh? I want Jeff to go first. Okay, Jeff. We'll, we'll get those on last night, man, and, and, and the punishment that the, the Redskins took. And the whole Bashar Breeland staying and not putting Josh Norman on on uh, Antonio Brown last night because everybody's in an uproar. Right. Um, I mean, my thoughts on, like, not uh, putting Josh Norman on him, I mean, it's just one of those things where we've seen it before, like, and like particularly like it was mentioned in, mo- in, in recent years with Richard Sherman. It's not to say that they can't cover the other side. It's just it, it kind of has to be in the scheme of what they're running. But outside of that, they're going to stay on uh, the normal side. And so the problem with it is, is like I was I was hearing an analyst say it like if you're going to move when anytime you move a cornerback all over the field, essentially you have to play that cornerback at different points of the field uh, or, or different positions um, defensively all the time. Like that has to be a part of your scheme or else it's kind of like a giveaway. So if Josh Norman never moves and plays different uh, different uh, positions on defense and uh, in, in, in a dime, nickel, what have you, different locations, and then you all of a sudden you do it this game, then obviously it's a giveaway that you're in man because now he's doing it. But that's only if you only move him in when you're in man coverage. If you let him just shadow wherever he's lined up throughout the game, even in zone coverages, then that doesn't tip the other team off. Right, but but think of it like I mean, I guess in from the standpoint of like, but if they're do, if he's doing it the whole game and I just my thing is it will that traditionally mess up the the, the defensive scheme if that's not something that they consistently practice. It, it wasn't no, messed up last night with this Bama. The defensive scheme was in shambles last I night. Mean, I mean, with them doing what they, they wanted to do, based, but all of it was based off of it seems like Breland getting cooked. You got duck feet, big fella. Get off the field. No, so, but the other half was. Uh, Williams running like he was Adrian Peterson. Well, that too, that too. I mean, like, because my thing is, though, even beyond, like, if we get beyond the fact of uh, him shadowing, Norman shadowing uh, um, Brown, I mean, it seems like D'Angelo Hall is getting the pass, too. I mean, we looked at, we we watched the Cowboys game, the Cowboys and the Giants, and Dez didn't get in it because you know that they had them guys over the top. So, like, this uh, Hall, it seems like he's getting a pass and no one's talking about him like why isn't no. he putting all the, they don't even have their normal receivers like you have basically a rookie a wide out on the other side like this is for he was injured last year and, and, and so like like for how all not to be over the top of anything Antonio Brown's doing 
Like, I don't understand how, like, that wasn't the case. Major key to success. Well, because D'Angelo Hall is not getting $50 million guaranteed. And it was fourth and one, and they disrespected and called off a running plays to say, we just going to go up top because they too dumb to put their best cornerback over there. I mean, I think, too, when you look at what he played when he was in Carolina, he wasn't a man guy anyways. He was never a man-to-man quarterback. I'm just, like, I'm just, I mean, I'm just over that whole conversation because Norman clearly has shown that he's a baller. So I don't, no, I'm over the whole man. Like man, man. When, he was, when he was on Brown, Brown didn't do anything. The problem is, like, you're getting into the whole shadow and this and that and the third. But that's not something that he's traditionally done. But so that's what I, I'm, I that's what I'm when you to... pay a cornerback fifteen million dollars a year, there's a certain expectation of what you can do. Whether you were playing before but, or don't before, whether that's the scheme or not the scheme, my pro- you but, cannot but, but, let the number Aaron, two Aaron, cornerback get but, cooked. Aaron, Aaron, I want winners. But Aaron, the problem with that is, and why I don't care anything about any of that money things, is because we've seen time and time again people use that or GMs use that philosophy. And then they put a player in a new position or new system that they didn't run before. What? Because they're making a hundred million or whatever. And then they look terrible and they get cooked. We seen that recently with Hainsworth. Hainsworth didn't play the uh he didn't play in a three-four in Tennessee. And then when the skins bought him, they want him, him to play a three-four. You're asking him when but that's when we different. Start- Playing yeah. a three-four and being a two-gap defensive tackle is different from manning up on a receiver. Like right. it's not now, like but, but playing but if you play a, like if you play on guys. a side but if you played on a side and been known as a shutdown and this and that or you've stuck to a he side played, and had, they moved he only you, played fifty five percent of the time on the left. You ain't got the line. answers man. You ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers Sway. Kanye. I've been doing this more than you. He only played but, 55% but, but of the time on the left I, side I, of the Carolina. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to look at the facts. I'm going to look at players the fact that, is he that played 55% no, but no, no, no. That's left. not the fact. Because the fact is, is when players have made a lot of money and been in a new system and came to the new system, they got cooked. We've seen it with Maxwell. We've seen that's it with Oswald. Hey, look, 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 let, me, let me help y'all out. 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 It didn't matter. Antonio Brown would have cooked Josh Norman too. Let's not get it twisted. I don't. I don't. Yes, he would have. He's let me not, tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why, Jeff. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me tell you why. Let me finish. Let me tell you why, Jeff. I'm about to finish, and you can have your little response. Because if 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 Josh Norman was that good of a shutdown cornerback, if he was that good, bump all the system, bump all the scheme, all of that. If he was that good, right? You when you bring him in, you bring him in with the with the notion, with the mindset that I have I'm paying this cornerback in order to improve our defense so that we can match up against the best receivers. When they brought him in, they were like saying, they were looking at it against Julio yeah. Jones. They were looking, hold on, let me finish. Yeah. Let me finish. Let me finish. Please, they were looking at his numbers versus Julio Jones. They were looking at his numbers to let Yeah. Let me finish first. They were looking at his numbers versus Julio Jones. They were looking at his numbers versus Des Bryant. They were looking at his numbers versus Odell Beckham. They were looking at his numbers versus the top receivers in the league. And they were saying to themselves as an organization that by bringing this guy onto our team, that then we can also compete with these teams that have these elite receivers and be able to diffuse those elite receivers within the league. Now, they've had him in training camp. They had him working with the with the team. And I believe that as they started to go through training camp, as they started to see him against Deshaun Jackson, as they started to see him against P. 
Pierre Garçon and we saw the little videos when he was getting cooked on the tape, they realized that it wouldn't be advantageous to them to go with that philosophy of having him man up against these top receivers if it's going to make the, them as an organization look bad because it looks worse on the organization if they put Josh Norman on Antonio Brown and he shadows all night and Antonio Brown gets 128 and three touchdowns or two touchdowns, what he got last night on eight catches, then if they let Rashad Breeland, who's under contract for nowhere close to $15 million, get his shoes baked off his feet all night long, and they can talk about on Tuesday about how they should have had him shadow Antonio Brown. Nobody in the league can guard Antonio Brown. So let's just let's just put that, that's facts. I don't care if Deion, as long as Deion Sanders ain't playing in the league no more. So that's the only person who can stop Antonio Brown. I don't believe J Josh Norman had a chance versus Antonio Brown. The two plays in which he made good ball, ball plays on Antonio Brown were good. Like, I'm not taking nothing away from him. Or do you want to marginalize me till I'm out of but my moment? Rashad Brilliant was matched up against Antonio Brown all night. And all night, he was getting 450 bait. And I believe that if Josh Norman was in his position, you know, you might take a catch or two away. Halfway. Take a few but steps eventually, back. Brown's going to figure it out. And Brown's going to, I mean, you need uh, team defense to cover Antonio Brown. That's thing. just my, those are my thoughts. Go ahead, Aaron. Can I respond first, Jeff? <laughs> a, a couple of things. Number one, they did, he didn't accidentally end up on Bashad Breeland. They were avoiding Norman. That's the first thing. Yeah. First. Can we establish that, Harold? That's definitely established. Or as far as in my book, okay. I don't know about okay. the Okay. Can we establish okay. that? Okay. Uh, that's fair. Fair enough. There were two plays where he was on Norman's side, and one time he almost, Norman almost got an interception, but he dropped. Did you see that? The two plays where they threw to Antonio Brown when he was guarded by Norman. I did see that. Secondly, why? I mean, he wasn't running a. His strength is not nine routes. He run. He has excellent footwork, and he gets open like running route. Route running is his best, I guess, uh, characteristic as a wide receiver. He and was lining hands. up and running in a straight line past Breland. Major key to success. If you mean to tell me Josh Norman wouldn't have affected that at all, like you can't be watching the same football that I'm watching. No, what is it? What is it? I'm not saying that he wouldn't he wouldn't have an effect on him. I'm just saying that Antonio Brown is Antonio Brown and he and he was going to get his regardless. He was going to get his, but they were targeting Breland over there. Yeah, they yeah, were thrown the same amount of passes with Norman over there. It's just certain chances they were willing to take. A couple of times he threw the ball, he wasn't even open yet. Get off the field, big fella. You trash, big fella. He dogging you, big fella. Get off the field, big fella. Your ankle's no, I was going to say, basically, to me, it's not really an indictment on Josh Norman because he had a great game last night. I think it's really an indictment on the coaching staff to make adjustments exactly. when you see what they're doing and you're yeah. not doing anything to stop it. So you say, you're saying that's an indictment on the coaching staff. I mean, that's, that's, what the coaches, that's, on, that's on the coaching staff, in my opinion. It's not on on Norman because it wasn't like Norman had a sorry game. It, to me, it was really on the coaching staff to look, okay, these guys do not care. They're moving Brown on Breland and we're, you're not going to do anything to stop it. They, they didn't make any adjustments on that at, at all. all. The whole okay. game. And let's talk about Kirk Cousins. 43 attempts, 329, two INTs. Like that. They let him check like down that. all game long. And no touchdowns you like that? for, for, like for that. Kirk Cousins throwing in this game. I, I, I think the jig is up now. I think the jig is up. Teams know what to expect from the Redskins, that they're going to check down all day long, check down City. And that's what the, the Pittsburgh Steelers came into the game, what they were going to allow, no big plays. 
um, you know, outside of when the game was pretty much out of hand and the passing friends was called for Deshaun Jackson, but there were there were no real big plays in, in this game. Everything was within a 10-yard span, and Kirk Cousins, that's what he does. He checks down. Now, I think people are saying that, of course, Kirk didn't play well, but I'm trying to tell people that Kirk Cousins, I, I, whatever you feel about his, his, his natural ability, he's not a leader. He's not a leader. And that's going to be the Achilles heel on 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 him. That's why I'm 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 still a little perturbed. I mean, I know you you were kind of hamstrung uh, to pay him the twenty million dollars, but last night I, I think you got about eight million dollars worth out of that that twenty million dollars. So I don't I don't well, think Kirk Cousins gives you significantly more winning ability than Colt McCoy. Yeah. So I don't think they were hamstrung in paying him twenty million dollars. And part of that twenty million dollars is why Terrence Knighton is gone, and you have. Uh, what's, uh, Kedrick Golston playing nose tackle who's been a third string D lineman his entire career and he, now he's just starting no! nose tackle and now you're getting D'Angelo Williams who's what is he like 32 rushing for yeah. 140 and two touchdowns gashing, gashing him because you're paying a bum backup quarterback 20 million dollars so y'all figure that one out <laughs> yeah so I'm done bashing the Redskins. Uh, like I said, Batman's going to be surprised. After you see these first five games, I'm going to keep saying it. You're going to know everything you need to know. The next game is versus Dallas, Sunday, 1 o'clock. We always talk about Jeff Fisher. When are we going to start talking about Jay Gruden's coaching ability? And not just the defensive side of the ball last night. It's just egregious the amount of mistakes he's making and allowed to kind of learn on the job, which is ironic given that the situation that took place the last two years of quarterback yeah. is like you expect a quarterback to hit the ground running and not be able to develop on the job but we're supposed to keep continuing to accept these yeah. mistakes he keeps making like basic entry level coaching yeah. tasks that he just can't accomplish and at what point are people going to start questioning his ability to coach yeah to me he's a glorified offensive coordinator I've never seen anything in him that says he's a head coach that he's a leader that you know what I mean he's going to lead a team to victory or improve or add wins or bring something to a team that they lacked before like I don't see what his value is as a head coach at all they lose to Dallas next week don't worry you'll start hearing you'll start hearing that mur- those murmurs yeah. right now they don't have no scapegoat to, to, to point the finger at RG3 is not here anymore RG3 might not even be in the league anymore he in- he's a failed a week right there he is a fail I mean why would you go head up on the sideline about to go out of bounds <laughs> <laughs> but your body's made of matchsticks. You can't go head up with nobody. You, know? you can't do this. <laughs> this Baba body is made of styrofoam. He got a styrofoam body, dog. This When you see the play, it's like, what were you thinking, bro? It's like one of them moments, like the Terrence Williams Jones. Like, what were you thinking? Like, what? what, what when you, huh? He wasn't thinking. Don't think. That's the problem. That muscle memory kicked in. In the preseason, he was sliding, going out of bounds, throwing the ball out. Soon the regular season start, he go right back to it. He tried to go out of bounds, and the Bama split his wig. <laughs> he and every time he get touched, it just look like Gumby because it's not like a regular <laughs> going to the ground. Every, every time that Bama get touched, dog, that <laughs> Bama like just fall it. apart, dog. Bama is, Bama is like a glass. Robot, like a robot. It's just every time he get touched, it's just like everything goes everywhere. Yeah, dog. I, I, I mean, I feel for RG. You know, 
Cause, cause I feel like the media they be looking to take shots at him, and like they like be salivating for him to mess up, so that they can just be like, see, he's terrible, blah blah. I mean, I watched the game and RG three. He, I mean, he played solid, he played decent. I mean, his offensive line began crumbling garbage. around the third, the fourth quarter, but then it just went all downhill from there. And now he's on, he's he's out, he's on IR for what for eight weeks. At least he ain't gonna be stuck at home with that bum joint he had when he was in Washington. No! I think he might be done, though. I think even, I think McCown probably will save their season and make it respectable. And by the time he comes back, if McCown has three or four wins under his belt, which is which is a lot, then I think we might have seen the last RG. Um, unfortunately, uh, yeah, yeah. You gotta start juicing or something. Now, now, hey, look. So we talked about how bad coaching is. Just real quick, I gotta give. I could get some props to my team, but I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do the homer move right now. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna give props to the offensive coordinator of the Detroit Lions. People are not talking about this at all. Jim Bob Cooter. That sounds like a, a, a name back like in the Redskins fan. Yeah, like a Glenn Bernie, Bama living Glenn Bernie type of name. But <laughs> this guy, this guy, Jim Bakuda. Hey, ever since he became offensive coordinator of the Detroit Lions back in week eight of uh of last season, Matt Stafford has become a ridiculous quarterback. And people were not talking about this at all. Um, I did I crunched the numbers. So since he's been offensive coordinator of last year. Matt Stafford threw for 2,179 yards, 70% completion percentage, 19 touchdowns, two interceptions. Since he's been, that's just last year. And then, and then, and then, and then this past Sunday, he threw for 340, three touchdowns, 79% completion percentage, and zero interceptions. And this is Matt Stafford. And people talked about, oh, Calvin Johnson about to be gone. What he gonna do? Who he gonna throw to? Hey. The boy has this offense where he's just spreading the ball around to everybody. I mean, he got Marvin Jones. You got the two running backs, Ritter and Abdullah. You got Eric Ebron. You got Golden Tate. You got Anquan Bolden. They have options. And it seems to me that maybe sometimes not having like that one focal point allows you to then kind of see everybody on the field together. Almost kind of like... Uh, what the Patriots do with they don't really have a receiver they throw the ball to all the time. They just kind of spread the ball around. And in this situation, it seems like this working for Stafford. Whatever he done with Stafford, this dude need to get a, a big pay raise because yeah. prior to that, he was some trash. Well, I should say trash, but he was always very inconsistent. Yeah, he made a lot of mistakes, but yeah, yeah, D. I mean, I said that. Go ahead, Joe. Nah, I was just about to say. I mean, all that, all that sound good, but at the end of the day, with Stafford. I mean, it's, it's just going to be about playoffs. I mean, he still hasn't done anything in the playoffs. So, I mean, all that's cute, but after a while. But, but, but Jeff, do you want to marginalize me? I, I, I hate you, I hate you, but what I'm saying is them Bamas was on the verge of not winning no games last year, though. It was on the verge of not winning no games last year. It was a verge of, like, the whole – that's like – That's like saying the Browns got to do something in the playoffs. This Detroit you talking about. It's Detroit, I mean, though. They didn't do nothing like, special. That, like, but that's my whole. Were the expectations that high? But, like, but that's my whole point. Like, I'm not like, why am I gonna get excited about you know okay. Jim Bob Cooter? Like, stop playing with my name. I ain't gonna say it. Hold on, you might be head coach of your team next year. That's say what. what? 
Hey, but let me let me give you some more. Let me break down some more then. I mean, it's fine, but I mean, I didn't even finish. I didn't finish mine. Go ahead. Like we've seen Stafford throw for forty plus touchdowns. We've seen him throw for five thousand yards. I mean, like all that's cool. All I'm saying is, at the end of the day, once you've done that, he's been in the playoffs multiple times. So like, all those are cool. But I'm just saying, like once you've done that. Like, people judge you based on what you do in the playoffs. So whether you're playing with Detroit or the Rams, I mean, if you put up numbers at the QB position, like, and you make it to the playoffs, then it's like, okay, what do you do? We've seen you do that. Now, now, what's next? So that's all. That's my only point. I, I, hear, what you, I hear what you're saying, but what I'm saying to you is prior to that, to that week when he became OC, he was, if you look at the numbers, he wasn't as consistent with his completion percentage, with his touchdown to interception ratio, it was just different. And on top of that, the the, the Lions, uh, since he's been old coordinator now, have gone seven and two. And the games that they lost, they lost by four points and seven points. So you're talking about one score games and they don't really have a good defense. So you can't put it all on Stafford to win all the games, no, I'm, but, I'm he, but just, he's down, he's, he's on the right path for consistency. Cause that's the that's the biggest problem with Stafford was consistency. Yeah, he could throw for five thousand, but you know you're gonna have those games where you have multiple interceptions throughout the season. It's gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? Where he just kind of implodes for whatever reason. But to me, this is like in the path in the right direction to a guy that no one's really talking about. You know, uh, Jim Bob Cooter. He was the assistant offensive guy at uh, in Denver when they went to the chip. So this guy obviously knows he has a system that's working. And I'm just trying to give props to that system. Now, whether Matt Stafford and the Lions go to the playoffs and win games, that's another story. But that's not what the whole point of this was. So, Well, thank you, man, for sharing that, though. You know what I'm saying? I, I like Matt Stafford. I think he got a big arm. Nigga, when my name come up. And uh, hopefully, hopefully he, he can he can put it he can put it together. And I, like I, I'm saying, I didn't have no big expectations for the Detroit Lions. So if them Bamas win more than four games, then, you know what I'm saying? More yeah. power to him. Uh, San Diego, them Bama just crumbled like 21 point lead and then like just gave it up to the Chiefs. They are who we thought they were. Like Kenny Allen's big dog. Once his knee went down, it's like their whole team just went into a funk. And then it was Rap City in the basement after that because the momentum definitely shifted. I mean, there's no reason why they should have lost that game. They had two score lead going into the fourth quarter. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Ain't that much momentum in the world. They just a bad team, I think. And their defense mm-hmm. is not that good either. So when you can't yeah, move the ball on offense, your defense at some point is going to fold. They'll be picking top five next year. Yeah, and, so. And um, and Phillip Rivers' numbers, uh, basically he went in the toilet when Keenan Allen went out the lineup last yeah. year. So we can probably expect that this year. Like, so And, and Rivers never was as good as Rodgers. So even in a down year, like, uh, he's not going to do what Rodgers did. You know what I mean? So, like, it's a lot going. It's a lot that's wrong with uh, the Chargers. They don't have a. They don't have a running game. They don't have any weapons. So I don't know what they're gonna do. And and pretty soon, uh, like what you're saying with the no running game, pretty soon, like if if I mean it's just week one, so you know don't we no need to get crazy. But if that you know continues, uh, obviously they drafted Melvin Gordon last year with their with their number one pick. So if if, if this is still continuing, like people will be. Asking whether he's a bust. I mean, he had two. He had two touchdowns in his yeah. game, and he, he started his game out pretty strong. But you talking about over the course of the? Hmm? Yeah, nah, he had three. 
Oh. Nah, I nah, think he had three. Nah, he didn't even. I don't think he scored a rushing touchdown. Nah, I think yeah, that's what I'm saying. He didn't have no rushing touchdowns last year. He didn't have no rushing touchdown. This was his first rushing touchdown of his career this year. The one he just scored in week one. Mm. And you're mm, a running back, well. so <laughs> right, get him out of here. I don't so, trust so the now, running backs. Go ahead. So now we're going. We're going to hop into these games for this week. Last week we went through the the uh, through the game list and then we picked the games where we had winning and the spreads and stuff. So Aaron, before we get started, I'm gonna just let Aaron give you the little lock of the week. Aaron, what what's your what's your lock of the week for this this week? Jaguars over the Chargers. Bang bang. Jaguars over the Chargers. It looks like they got the Chargers favored by Plus three. three. Yeah, they got the Chargers favored by three. Wow, that's yeah, wild. that's great. Yeah, that that, that, that's that's your lock of the week. So, all right, starting at the top, Thursday night's game, Jets at Bills. We're going to run through it. Uh, Bills are favored by two. So, it's minus two Bills. Um, It's at at Buffalo, Thursday night. Who y'all got? Jets. I got the Jets. Jets. All right, they got Jets. The Bills should win the game, but I cannot trust Rex Ryan and the offense. I'm gonna take the Bills still anyway. Minus two. Bills minus two. Jeff. Uh Jets. <laughs> Alright, Jeff we hits the Jets. I'm going with the Jets, even though I, I hate the Jets. I'm <laughs> still picking them to win this game. Uh I just think their pass rush will be too much for the Bills. Uh, Chat. Um, I'll go Bills. Bills. So that's me and Jeff. The only one picked the Jets. All right. Saints at Giants. Minus five for the Giants. Uh, my heart wants to. My heart wants to say that's go G man, but what? That's just my heart. But the Saints have our our Saints have our number for whatever reason. Drew Brees always fries us. You know what I'm saying? In the industrial. It's in New York, though. It's in New York. That's what I'm saying. The thing, first of all, let's let's just get this straight. Because I've been a Giants fan for a very long time. And recently, since, you know, the last 10 years, home games do not matter to us. Matter of fact, we play better on the road, in my opinion. They matter to the Saints, though. That's what I'm there. The Saints are terrible away. Terrible outside of the door. That's true. That is very true. You're right about that. That's a great point. But. I just feel like they have our number, though. We, we, we can't beat the Saints for whatever reason. I don't talking with his heart. He's not talking with football. <laughs> <laughs> say that? Then I, that's what I'm saying. I, I, I just, I'm uh, saying. I admit it to All right, that. so you taking the, the Saints? You taking yeah. the Saints? No, nah, I'm going to go with the Jets. I'm not going to let him do it. Everybody's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, nah, I'm going to go with the Jets. All right, Giants minus five. All right, D got Giants minus five. Uh, Jeff? Does anybody else have to pick this game? Like, isn't this going to be unanimous? No, see, Giants. Everybody got the Giants. I got the Giants now. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if they'll cover the five, but I got the Giants. Yeah, we pick it with the spread. Oh, it's with the spread. Okay, I got you. Yeah, I got the Giants. They're gonna win by a touchdown. All right, uh, Cowboys at Redskins. Mmm, redemption. And we favored by three. We're favored by three. I, I actually got the Redskins winning this game because I just think the Cowboys defensively That's didn't are, didn't learn anything from what the the, the, the Steelers did uh, this week. I think they're still trying to figure out why they lost to the Giants and they're not paying attention to what the Steelers did to us um, as far as coverage is concerned. Go ahead. If the Steelers ran for 140 with D. Williams and that, that O-line, 
Dallas should run for 350 yeah, yards. That's the scary part. If Alpha Moore is played, if he gets more playing time like he should get, oh my goodness. That whole line, they should run for at least 200 on us. At least Major key to success. Yeah, well, why they why they going through the growing pains and trying to get their running back acclimated? Um, the Redskins will squeak this game out in a close one, 17. Yeah, I, I hate to say it, but I'm going to go to Skins also. Okay, Skins, I'm everybody. I'm going, I'm going Cowboys. Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. Draw from pick the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, who'd you take? Yeah, Adam Skins. Give me Skins on that. Okay. All right. Titans at Lions, minus six. Lions are favorite. We just heard about we know Bob Cooter. Cooter, Cooter in the house. Hey, Cooter, Cooter, <laughs> Jeff. Cooter. Don't stuck on Jim Bob. Jim Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Dorline. Shit. Uh, I, uh, I got the Lions. I got the Lions. Uh, Mariota looked horrible in the second half of that game he had last week against the um who they played last week. Kind of imploded. But I got the lines. I think they played uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He imploded in the second half against Minnesota. I got I got Detroit though. I like the I like the uh, Lions to win, but the Titans to cover. Yeah. I I actually think the Titans may pull this one out. Um I actually do. I and not well, actually, nah. I'm going with the Lions. I'm going with the Lions. But I, I think, I think the Titans will, will cover the spread. But I, I think the Lions will win. So you taking um, the Titans? I mean, I, I saw some things I did like in the Titans game um, with their offense. But Mariota, he just he he wasn't consistent enough, and that's what really caused them. Like they they didn't really lose the Minnesota. They beat themselves because the game was close all the way through and then he threw one errand pass and then one mishandle on the exchange between him and DeMarco. Like, that's what really beat them. They beat themselves opposed to. But for the most part, he played solid. And um, I think if he can just put a whole game together solidly like that, then they have a they have a real good chance of winning. But, uh, I, like, I wouldn't be surprised if the Titans win, but I I, I think I'm going to roll with the, the Lions. Um, so what about so I, uh, no, I got the Titans on the spread. Man, as bad as uh, Tennessee's run game looked and how Mariota imploded, ugh, I got to go with the Lions. Okay. It's hard to right. pick <laughs> All right, Ravens at Browns. Browns are plus three and a half. Mm-hmm. Ravens are favored. Ravens are favored by three and a half against yeah. the Browns. I'm taking, the, I'm taking Baltimore on that one. With no question. I got Baltimore. Ravens. Yeah. They smell blood. They going to come in at you hungry. Yeah, unanimous. Okay. Bang, bang. Bengals at Steelers. Steelers are favored by three and a half. This is a tough game right here. I like the Bengals. It's I like the Pittsburgh. Bengals too. In Pittsburgh, though. It's, at, it's in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I got the Bengals. Steelers. Yeah. Jeff got the Steelers. I got the Bengals. D, you got the who? D's nuts. <laughs> got he. <laughs> got he. <laughs> Uh, I think I'm going to run with uh, Pittsburgh. Okay. Shaq. Aaron. Shaq. I got Bengals. Yeah, I got Bengals. Bang, bang. All right. Uh, 49ers at Panthers. Man, look at the spread. Uh, Oh, my God. 13 and a half favorite for the Panthers. (laughs) They they ended up losing their first game to Denver off of a missed kick at the end. The 49ers mud hole. Yeah. 
the St. Louis Rams last night in the most boringest LA, game I've LA ever Rams. LA Rams. laid eyes on. Yeah. Though, I watched five minutes and, and, and fell asleep. Yeah. Like it was a lifetime movie, dog. I, I couldn't <laughs> even stay up. That jump was terrible. Um, and it was Blaine Gabbard. So I think the 49ers will, will... I actually got this as an upset. I have the 49ers winning this game. Wow. What? In an upset. Yes, I do. I do. That's why. I know it sounds crazy. I know it sounds crazy, huh? I know it sounds crazy. I got I got the Panthers, but I don't have the spread yet. I don't I don't see them winning by 13 and a half though. I don't see All right, that. so I'm putting you down for the uh for the 49. Yeah, good. I'm keeping track according to the spread. Uh, I got you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, so I got I got the 49ers in 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 this one. They definitely going going cover the spread. It ain't going to be no 13 and a half blowout no way. Uh give me a uh, I got I got the Panthers in that show. Mm, on the spread, I got the 49ers. That's the thing. The spread is the game. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's such a large number, man. It's like... But Blaine Gabbert against that defense, I think they might not that, score to me. But, that, but the defense didn't really show up. Like, I mean, it was Denver, but I, I don't know. Like, their run defense didn't look as good. The Panthers, mm. their run defense didn't look as good. Uh, at, I mean... We we gotta we we still gotta understand that it was it was the first week. I, I mean, I'm, that's true too. I'm pretty sure that uh, Carolina in Carolina, and the way they lost, they're, they're coming out all all blazing, man. But I mean, that's my take. And there's no Emmanuel Sanders or Demarius Thomas to lean coverage to, so they basically gonna have nine people in the box, Darren Blaine Gabbert to throw downfield. So, but they I got two young. Yeah, they get their rookie corner and that young safety. I mean, it's yeah, they, they, they Messing yeah, up. Bama's going to shock the world. Bang, bang. All right. Bucks at Cardinals. Cardinals are favored by six and a half because they lost to the Patriots and Garoppolo in a in a fourth quarter stunner off of a missed kick. And James the Bucks came out and they, they was smoking with gas. Uh, they was cooking with gas first. Um, they played Atlanta the first game. Went to work. Wooden Carr had four touchdown passes. James, we trust. I'm taking the puck. Yeah, yeah I'm going Bucks as well. I'm going, I'm going Bucks. No, actually, I'm going Cardinals. I'm going Cardinals six and a half. I think the Cardinals are going to be on get back. And after uh, Bruce Arians ripped his team a new one, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it would be three concussions in that jump. <laughs> wouldn't be surprised, though. <laughs> that, Bama, that Bama took his hat off. You know, oh, yeah. Bruce Arians always wear the hat. The mom took his hat off of Kurt. So, Cardinals, six and a half. I got the Cardinals. Yeah, um, I mean, I was a, a, I was about to pick. Y'all, y'all already know what I was about to pick. But, I mean, I'm in, I'm in the business of, you know, staying ahead of y'all on the, on the <laughs> wins-loss column. So, uh, I'm, I'm going to rock with Harold. Like, if the Cardinals are who everyone expects them to be, then they should win this game at home after losing the way they lost in week one. So I'm going to go ahead and pick the Cardinals. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Cardinals too. Bang, bang. Uh, next game, Jaguars, Jaguars at the Chargers. Right Chargers are favored minus three and a half. I'm going with the Jags. They almost beat the Green Bay Packers. And if yeah, they... unanimous? Yeah, yeah this is unanimous. Yeah. Uh, Falcons at Raiders. Raiders are favored minus Ooh. five. Craig, shout out to my man Craig. Is Raiders looking sharp, Owen? You already know where I'm going. 
<laughs> I got that. I, yeah, you hate Matt Ryan. We know. <laughs> I actually, yeah, I'm, I'm I actually, going have, I'm going Raiders. I can't, I can't pick the the Falcons for nothing on the road. Uh, I'm going with that the, I'm the going key. with the Falcons. No, that's the key. I'm going with so the Falcons good. to cover the spread. It's five. I got. I'm going with the Falcons to cover the spread. What? I'm gonna go with Oakland because Matt Ryan on the road is just as bad as the outside same. of that dome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm go with the Ra- Raiders by a touchdown. So they, you know what I'm saying? They, they go ahead and uh, get that spread. That five is weird. Okay. Bang, bang. All right. Colts at Broncos. Broncos minus four. I have the Broncos. I got the Broncos. Denver's pass rush is gonna score two touchdowns for them. But Colts, <laughs> can the Broncos score 28 35? I don't know. That's the but, question. But, but. Is the Broncos or is their defense going to give up that many points, though? I think they get at least 28 Colts. They're going to score 28 on is the road? in Denver, too? In Denver? It's in Denver, too? gassing out. I'm going Denver on this one. It's a full I'm point. I'm going Denver. And after they beat up Cam Newton, what you think they're going to do to... They're going to concuss luck. <laughs> luck. <laughs> luck. This is going to be luck last game of the season right here. He ain't coming back. Bama's going to be on the Goldberg spare the uh, Cam Newton's helmet. They weren't calling nothing. But also, given yeah. all the talk that's been going on around that game, do you think the refs are going to kind of be extra, extra picky when it comes to protecting Andrew Luck this week? Is, is, is it's in Denver. It's in Denver. It's in Denver. And all it takes is one hit to have that Bama grab his abdominal. That's all it takes. Like it all you you I mean you get penalized, but if it's just one hit, it ain't fifteen yard that had that Bama, you know what I'm saying? His dinner come out on the field. I just ain't what? You're right. I'm taking Denver too. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, you know what? I'ma go ahead and uh I'ma go ahead and take Andrew Luck. I mean, my thing is, are the Broncos they about to be two and with Simeon? I mean, I know they were two home games, but they should have lost that first one if, if the field goal wasn't missed by Uh-Oh Gano. So, um, <laughs> so I, I'm going to go ahead and be the lone wolf one and go ahead and take the Colts now. See, I, it's hard for me to pick using only football and just separating league orders when it comes to Andrew Luck. That's how they baited me last week. <laughs> <laughs> football says Denver should win, but I just can't see him going 0-2 again. Like the league allowing that to happen. Yeah, that's what I mean. My thing no. is, I, I'm going Colts. I look at I'm it. sticking with the Colts. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, I, uh, I just don't think that the Broncos going to be 2-0 and with Simeon. Like, I, I just, you know, I don't know. That's what's me. Chat? I'm going Broncos. Broncos minus four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This next game. I don't know. Packers at the Vikings. Vikings Packers. are. Give me Pack. Pack all day, man. Yeah, Pack. 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 I got the pack. See, two and a half. Two and a half favorite, though. That's the thing that kills me. It's a two and a half favorite. No, no. The Vikings. The Vikings are. No, the, the Packers oh, are favorite. The Packers are favorite. Two and a half. Packers are only fa- yeah favorite. Oh, they only need the field goal. Yeah, three. Yeah, I got the Packers. Yeah, field goal. They gonna get yeah, that Packers. easy. Uh, okay. Green Bay. Yeah. Minnesota got to. <laughs> Minnesota got to figure out their quarterback situation. If that's gonna be the thing going forward, or if it's gonna be in flux. So, definitely yeah. Packers. Well, it can't be in flux because they done gave up too much. They done gave up their grandmother, their grandfather, their two kids. They gave up their spouse or anything to get this Bama. He better be Brett Favre for them. 
Um, yeah, I'm going Packers, no, no doubt. That's unanimous uh, on that. Uh, Eagles at Chicago Bears. Bears are favorite one and a half. Chicago. That's the Monday night game. Monday night. I yeah, you. I got Chicago too. I didn't watch the Chicago game. How did their D look? The D look strong. The the thing, what happened is the the Chicago Bears corners are a little suspect. They're a little sussy, but their linebackers and their front four is strong. They still got it. But yeah. it, it, I mean. I'm gonna go Chicago because they got a rookie quarterback. I'm not, I'm not impressed with the Eagles did against the Browns because the Browns are the Browns, so that's why I'm going Chicago. Yeah, I'm going with Chicago too. Yeah, I think they I played mean, Houston pretty I, tough considering. I, I, I want to pick the Eagles. I mean, because Wentz did look good, but it was the Browns. Some of them <laughs> passes. Some of the passes that he made, though, man, you talking about on the money? Yeah, he got an arm. Boy, got an arm. They were pretty. They were pretty. But I mean, it's hard, like you said, to uh, to think that in the week two, like that they'll go on. Even though it's Cutler at the helm, that's what's giving me like that's the, that's the ball. Yeah, ball. yeah. <laughs> right. Like, but <laughs> Cutler, Cutler plays solid though. He plays solid in the in the Houston game. The one pick that he had was not his fault. It's because his receivers dropped the ball. Just like I told you, Alshon Jeffrey dropped the pass. You know what I'm saying? Like we knew that going in. But but as far as what the team looked like, I mean, John, they look like a football team, and and I think that. Uh, I, I just I, I'm just leaning towards one and a half is a small spread, so I, I I don't have a problem picking a home team with that. Yeah, all right. I mean, give me the bears, make that unanimous too. Bang, bang. All right, so now we at C, the Seattle Seahawks, Shaq's Swanter. team at the at the and, Rams, and we and, and the Seahawks are favored by three and a half. Little, little Seahawks, man, and and real quick, you know, I know, I know, uh. Keenum, I, I remember I had to pause last show to get Aaron's uh, Aaron's take on Keenum. That's his guy. And, and Shots fired! Shots fired! He was shaking. Oh, CC. Oh, he taking shots. He was looking terrible, but part of that is the offense. Like they had Batman, they throwing at the five, like with the five yards at the line of scrimmage on every other post. Like you can't but, be mad. No, they put Ty Gurley. That Batman looked like. But they put eight in the he box. Like some yeah, sauce. eight nine niggas in the box every That's, snap. Yeah, yeah you can't. And they had no receivers. Who you gonna throw the ball to? So, Kenny Britt. They gotta throw it down the field. They gotta try. Tavon. Tavon. Throw it to Tavon. Hitch route screen. Hitch route screen. That's all he was trying to run the whole thing. <laughs> Hitch route screen. Yeah. Sea, Seahawks for me. Seahawks. 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 Even yeah. though. The last line. time the Bamas came to the Rams, they shocked the world and beat them Bamas. Exactly, that's exactly why I'm picking the Rams. We always no, lose not. the first game to them. I'm dead serious. <laughs> I am right, dead though. serious. The Rams we do play them always lose the first game. We always lose the first game to the Rams. We this, always then they the played them Bama super tough, dog. Like Every the Rams turned into a different team. They're extra terrible this this year. So I, I'm not picking Jeff Fisher to win anything. Ever. It's, it's Seattle's old lines like a sieve, you know, water just pouring through it. So I, I, I I'm still going Seattle though. I, I, to me, yeah, the Rams offense is just, it's just too bad to me. Go ahead and how? Shaq is the only one going with the Rams. He's doing what I did. He's doing the Jedi mind trick. <laughs> nah, it's not. It's not that. You just said it. You just said it yourself. They always play us tough. We always have a problem with them. It's guaranteed we have a problem with them. It don't make no sense. And as long as Jermaine and Fetty don't come back and play this week as well at guard, 
their defensive line is gonna have a field day with us. I'm not. I'm not falling for the Okie though. We gonna get our ass kicked. Calm down, man. Calm oh, down. I'm, I, hate, I hate it because I already know what's going to happen. And Russell Wilson's ankle messed up. Exactly that, too. He can't scramble. He can't run like he needs to. Okay, I'm with you. I'm going out. back and I'm changing the Redskins pick from Cowboys to Redskins. I'm with you. We're going to let that, that magic keep on flowing. And, and that's what I'm saying. I, so I, you put me down for the Saints, right, on that Saints and Giants jump. Because I changed it the last moment. Cause... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gave you the Saints. <laughs> and and I, now I'm changing my pick from Cowboys to Redskins. <laughs> let the magic flow. <laughs> <laughs> Shout I'm out telling to you, it ain't magic, man. I'm Shout telling you. It ain't magic. We always <laughs> lose. We always. I, I'm going off history. I'm just going off history. No, that no. Nah, you ain't get it. He reversed his pick because he won the Redskins. <laughs> this time, this time uh, gonna be different, man. The Sea Seahawks, y'all, y'all gonna win this, dog. Like the Rams, yeah, they, y'all gonna win like this, Keenum, job, Keenum, Aaron boy. I mean, I'm, I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not really. Like, I'm not really keen on Cousins. him at the at the helm. You keen on Kirk Cousins though? With them, you ain't talking about how bad he played. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 didn't look, he didn't look like he didn't look like Keenum out there. He, you know he ain't so. got the team Keenum got either though. Exactly. So don't do that. You say oh, yeah, what? We can't even go there. That'll be a that'll be a forty minute conversation, dog. Nah, we not even going there. Nah, dog. Bang bang. Chiefs at Texas. Chiefs. I'm taking the Texas. And the Texans are favored by two. Yes, Texans favored by two. Hold on. I'm taking I the Chiefs. I got order. I, uh, D, who you got? I got, I got, I got Houston. I got the Texans. Yeah, I'm taking Houston. Uh, Jeff, give me the Chiefs. Uh, Harold, I'm actually gonna go with the. This is a tough one because I know Chiefs are on a high right now, but they might be too high and come crashing down. I'm going Houston. And I'm going Chiefs. I don't know if I trust Osweiler yet. Yeah, I don't either. But the, the spread I, too I, I, I'm I'm on the wait and see with Osweiler, so that's why I had to go with go ahead and go with the Chiefs. Bang, bang. Uh, Dolphins at the Patriots. Patriots. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm taking the Dolphins. My it's <laughs> Patriots six and a half. I'm going with the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. Dolphins. They could win by the win or the touchdown. Or not to the cover the spread. To win and yeah, cover. They had to win by a touchdown and cover. Yeah. I mean, mm. Jeff, so you taking the Patriots as well? Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, the Dolphins? Then, like, you picking the Dolphins? Like, that's. I got the Dolphins. I'm and picking Fox, the Dolphins. Foxborough they, against Tampa. Let me just say this. They just went to Seattle and played the hell out of the Seattle Seahawks. And lost. And, well, that they they lost. Won. If Kenny, if Kenny lost. Stills ain't dropped that pass, they would have yeah. won. They would have won. he did yeah. drop it, though. He did. That's so, why. No, no. I know, he, I, knew, I know he did. I know he did. But I'm saying they didn't look like no team that's just going to go and just get mud Like, they look like they're going to come and they're going to compete. And I just don't know if Garoppolo. And I don't, it's not the Patriots. The Patriots masterfully put that put together their game plan to get to for for the Cardinals and they came and they executed. I'm just not so sure that Garoppolo will be mistake free as he was in this game. Like I mean everything went right for this man. Everything went right for Garoppolo. I just don't know if that'll be a duplicate this this but Harold, you said everything went right, but he was missing a lot of people. Like Gronk didn't even play. I'm pretty no, sure Gronk no. will be there and listen. Be- 
listen, I, I'm, I'm, I understand all that. What I'm saying is that he didn't make no errant pass, no errant throw, which is which is remarkable considering the circumstances he was going into. And for him to be able to like play a game basically and be flawless, I'm not saying every pass was was perfect, but he didn't make no mistake to hurt the team. I just don't know if he can do that for two weeks in a row. And until like just like y'all saying Oswald and all these other young quarterbacks, you're not a believer yet. I'm just not a believer in Garoppolo yet. So yeah, I'm I mean, going with the Dolphins. The only thing is like with with him versus the other guys, like his head coach is Bill Belichick. So that's the difference. That Castle look like an all star on that jump. So <laughs> let's remember that everybody that's in that offense is like an all star. And Garoppolo doesn't have to be great. Cause he got Belichick. They're going to dink, dink, dink and dunk, dunk and dink. And then they're going to, so he won't make mistakes. But it's only one touchdown. That's the thing. It's only seven, six and a half. And to me, it's a division game. And I just, the Dolphins just don't play good against the Patriots that well. In my opinion, yeah. I'm not betting a touchdown on Garoppolo. Like that's egregious to me. <laughs> egregious though. Ooh, come on. To be favored a touchdown with Garoppolo starting. That's what, from a betting standpoint. A seven point spread is egregious with Garoppolo. But on the other side of the field, they got Tannehill, so it's not like they're going. He to played play. well last week. Yeah, he did play well. He did. He, did. he played solid. Uh, and so did Garoppolo though. Garoppolo did too though. Like you know what I'm saying? No, I'm not saying he didn't play well. I said I'm not betting my money. <laughs> on Garoppolo with a touchdown. If it was a field goal, it would be different. I pick like I'm about to put the money on. Put money on. Yeah. So the fans know we picking them jumps for real. Shaq, you the only one left. Uh, I'm going Dolphins. That that seven that six points is a lot. That's the only reason I'm going. I'm going that way because of the spread. It just depends what Dolphins. It's just. Going to show I up. mean, <laughs> you know, it's, the it's way crazy. they played us. Because to me, when it's in when it's in Foxborough, that's when the, the that's when the Patriots like usually mud hole the Dolphins. If it was in Miami, it'd be a little different. Yeah, but it's, but, it, it, because it's in Foxborough, that's the part that has me like they can they can beat the spread. And why I want to give Adam Gates credit, and why I think this is six and a half is high, is because I thought them going all the way out to Seattle. That's the furthest trip you can make in the NFL from Miami all the way to uh to Seattle. And I thought that was going to be hell on them and that they wouldn't play as well as they did. The fact that they played that well going to Seattle, I think this trip to the uh, to New England is not going to be anything for them. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It, for me, it's three, teams, it's three teams that I can't ever bet with because every time in history I've bet with them, they've lost me money. And the Dolphins I get that. are one of them. I get that. The, Dolphins, <laughs> the Dolphins, the Eagles, and the Jets. I That's can't ever true. bet I understand. with I get that. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Well, those those are the picks you have it. Aaron gave you his lock of the week. The Jaguars at the Chargers. Minus three. He picked the Jaguars. Um RG3 Young, just pray for him, dog. Speedy recovery. Uh Skins Dallas jump. We're gonna be tuned in next week. And they coming off a short week too. I don't know, bro. I don't know. We'll get that W. <sighs> Kirk Cousins gonna have four touchdowns. Nah, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I see what he's doing now. Kirk gonna have a big game though. I think he's gonna bounce back, man. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, I don't know. Aaron doesn't sound believable. Yeah, I'm no, for real. <laughs> four touchdowns, no interceptions, three hundred fifty yards. Nah, you about to, you about to. <laughs> Reverse magic, uh, reverse that jump. <laughs> <laughs> he go ahead, seven touchdowns. Yeah, no. <laughs> for real. 
Yeah, dog. I mean, yeah. We're going to see, man. Curb Herstreet, he gets the easy pass of the week. Um, unless y'all got y'all got y'all got anybody else? Oh yeah, Lil Wayne, you can get an easy pass too. Well, Jerry Rice, Shaq, Jerry Rice, not Shaq, dog. Can we just hold on to Shaq? I mean, I know he did do some some cooning, but he ain't a first ballot Hall of Fame for the coon. Cool nah, he get his second ballot. He get it like our yeah. month, like the fourth or fifth round. <laughs> what did Shaq? What did Shaq actually? I missed that. What did he actually say? Oh, man, I'ma just say that he don't. He don't. You know, his this people's in the military, so and he he didn't take too Honorary. yeah he didn't take too kindly to to Colin Kaepernick. He disrespecting the flag, so he just said that. He said he 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 tried to be as diplomatic as possible, but still cooning. Yeah, but that's all. That's all I got. Anything else, man? Y'all got anything else? Nah, man. (laughs) My shoes is off, dog. I took my shoes off already. (laughs) Done deal. Um, But follow us at BLK Sports 980 uh, on iTunes, Instagram, all that good stuff. Tell your friends about us. Just hold people hostage. You know what I'm saying? You see them, just talk about the show. Put us on. So we can we can get coaches fired and hired. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean that's that's our show. Holla at y'all. Y'all be safe. Shut up. Give me a turn to speak. Fine. See, you do that to me. How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about. Let me speak. How does that do feel? Not. How does that do feel? Do-